What's up, everyone? The date is June 24th. I'm your host, Jack Murphy. You're Mike McMurph, and this is the Pinstripe Podcast. Okay, so this week, this uh, past week that just went by, the Yankees had a pretty, uh, pretty mixed week. It was pretty, um, a lot of ups, a lot of downs, a lot of good, a lot of bad. So first, I'm, I'm pretty much just going to go in order. Um, obviously, uh, chronologically, about what happened um, by game, by series, as I should say. So we started up against the uh, Nationals. It was just a continuation of the rain, of the um, series we started back in May, and um, we want we um obviously we had to restart it because of rain delays. So um, uh, the first game was on I believe was on Mon- t- Tuesday. Uh, we had both. We played both the games on Tuesday. Actually, the first game, uh, we we actually finished off in the uh, sixth inning, and we just suspended the game until today or that day. And uh, it was tied to three in the sixth inning. And uh, Chase and Shreve, of course, Chase and Shreve. Actually, I don't think it was Chase and Shreve. It was actually um, it was uh, Chad Green actually who gave up the home run. Um, the only run that was scored that day. Um, we ended up losing five to three to the Nationals in that game, and it was a home run to none other than Juan Soto who has shown himself to be quite the Yankee killer. He just smashed another home run. Um, if you remember uh, last week or the, two weeks ago, maybe, uh, when the Yankees played the Nationals for the at-home, uh, Juan Soto hit a bomb off of, um, I don't remember who it was off of, but it, he hit a bomb, it was probably off Chasing Street, to be honest. And that was pretty much the only thing that really happened in that series, or that game of the series, um, other than what happened way back in May. And what's really interesting about this game... Um, you probably saw it on Twitter. MLB was tweeting it, it uh, putting it on Instagram. It was all over. Uh, Juan Soto hit a home run in a game that started before he was even a part of the MLB. Um, I guess he was used as a sub or whatever. I'm, again, as I said last video, I wasn't sure how the uh, substitutions work. You, if you had started the game, you, you were only eligible. But apparently, it doesn't matter. And Juan Soto just hit a bomb off, just hit a bomb off of uh, Chad Green. You know, what? I'm, I'm feeling for this kid. I mean, he's 19 years old. I really hope he has a ses- successful career. Um, I hope he does really good. I expect him to do really good if he's hitting bombs like this. He has a good average. He's only been in the league for so long. He's 19 years old. He has a very bright future ahead of him. I just hope he doesn't sign to a team like the Red Sox where I kind of have to for- be forced to hate him a little bit because even though he hit a home run against the Yankees, yeah, that sucks. It doesn't mean I don't like the guy. Um, he's in the National League. He's not going to hurt us very much unless we play against them in the World Series. Then he might. Uh, Sean Doolittle got the save in this one. The Yankees bats were kind of quiet this game. Um, they got nine hits total, but like I feel like I think most of them were actually in May, so not till that. So it was like there. Um, right after this game, actually, the Yankees played the Nationals again. It was the same place, same day. So it's kind of like a game and a half they played in a day, which is kind of weird. Uh, Sonny Gray pitched this one. He had a pretty good performance. Pitch. He's pitching a better than what we are accustomed to. Still not pitching great. Not really great at all. Uh, he pitched five innings, six hits, two runs, which is that's a good performance. Um, his performance he had against the Rays wasn't as good. It wasn't awful. Like we've come to see sometimes off of Sonny Gray, but it wasn't great either. Um, this game we won four to two. Gray got the win. Chapman got the save. It was his twenty-first save of the year. Glaber Torres went one for four. Stanton went four for five. Aaron Hicks went two for five. Uh, Clint Frazier. Aaron Hicks is doing a lot better ever since Clint Frazier was called up. And this is another thing I was talking about. Um, about how competition makes players play better. Um, we called up Clint Frazier. We're keeping him up. And with the competition he uh, Hicks has, he doesn't have his spot. He, I feel like he knows now that the Yankees aren't playing around. If I don't step it up, 
they're gonna they're gonna pit this kid in front of me, and that's what's motivating Aaron Hicks to play well. And you know what? The players might not like it, but for from a fan standpoint, it's great to see players playing their best baseball. No, like no matter what. Uh, Batanzas is still on lockdown. He's not Jonathan Holder's still pitching well. He hasn't still hasn't allowed a run since an earned run, I should say, since April twenty first. So the National Series was all right. We're pretty um we pretty evenly we split the season series two to two, which a team like the Nationals, one of the better teams in the National League, I'm hundred percent okay with. Even though they are they are a very streaky team, very streaky. Uh, they they can go on ten game win streaks, ten game losing streaks. It depends if they're hot or they're not. Usually. They're not hot in the playoffs, and they choke because Bryce Harper is doesn't care about winning. He cares about his stats. So that was the national series. Um, that was the the there's the good, the bad, and the ugly. That wasn't that wasn't really good, but nor bad. It was acceptable, satisfactory, as I would say, the national series. And then we played the Mariners, and this was the highlight of the week. Definitely the Mariners series. Um, first game we got to see uh, Severino pitch again. He pitched very well. He went uh, six innings. Seven inning, no, actually, I'm sorry. Domingo Herman pitched this game, and again, he got off to a slow start. Not really. He only let he let off one run in the first inning. I think he let up a few hits as well in the first. Um, so again, I, it was an early run. So I thought, oh no, he's gonna be all all day with this game, and he wasn't actually. He got a second one of the year. He pitched well, but however, he did pitch again against the um, against the Rays, and uh, actually today because today is Sunday. Um, earlier, they played against the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. I'll talk about that series later. And he didn't pitch very well. He's still showing that he's inconsistent. Something I don't want to see from him because he has the stuff. We see he's able, he's capable of having these great games. As he only let up, he only let up two hits, and they both were in the beginning of the game in this one. I just, you know, it's just something you don't want to see out of your uh, players or out of pitchers. Something like you, you want him to be consistent. So like you know what they're gonna do. Like with Herman, you never know if he's gonna have a good game or a bad game. Same with Tanaka, same with Gray, and just the inconsistency, even though Tanaka's still hurt, uh, the inconsistency is not is not good. Not good at all. So, this game, the Yankees were just on total, they were on total lockdown. Uh, they hit well, total of 11 hits. Um, everyone was hitting, everyone got at least one hit except for the struggling Greg Bird, which, I don't know, man, I mean, I don't know when it's time to give up on this guy. He's just not performing at the rate we want him to be performing at. He's struggling. Everyone says, oh, he's going to do better. He's going to do better. But I don't know. Maybe we should start looking at another option for first base. I don't know. I mean, he's not. The, I don't think he's the player he once was just because of all the injuries he suffered, all the surgeries he's had. And um, everyone's still really high on this guy, but I'm just not sure if he has it anymore because of all, all the injuries. He hasn't played a full season of baseball in at least three years since I, I don't remember when he played a full year last year he was out for most of the year the year before that he was out for the entire year and he I was called up the year before that so I mean he hasn't played a full season in the majors yet and I don't I don't know if we can trust him I mean he's just been I feel like he's just been out so much he's just really rusty and I don't know if he'll ever be able to live up to the uh high expectations that many Yankee fans have it have for him um, he's not playing any better than Tyler Austin was before he left, even though he wasn't playing well. I just don't know what we should do for first base. Maybe we call up Brandon Drury, which is that's the what we should do is call up Brandon Drury or not call up, but have him practice first. And if he handles it, then we can have him who's actually still playing really well in the minors to be a part of the main roster. I feel like that's the best idea, the best thing we have. And we can still play Greg Bird. Hopefully he can with the competition that worked with um 
that worked with what's his name? Uh, Aaron Hicks that worked with someone else did it too. I maybe I just said Aaron Hicks again. I don't know, but it worked with Aaron Hicks, so maybe you could work with him as well. Uh, Miguel Andohar is still hitting well. He's, his average is around 290 still. Uh, Torres is still great at hitting around 290 as well. For 15, 14 home runs as well to his name. He had a home run in this game as well. So did Stan, So did um, Hicks hit a home run this game. He had a very great week. Hicks had a few home runs. Um, he had a few home runs, some in big spots, some not in such big spots. But Andohar hit one. Stanton hit homer. And Stanton had a great week as well. I'm going to talk about that. It's nice to see Stanton heating up. Um, he played, I think he got a hit, maybe, maybe one day he didn't get a hit in the game, but I don't know, he just had a really good week, um, I'm gonna talk more about Stanton and how hopefully he can be heat up, and I think when it comes to even after the All-Star break, he's just gonna heat up even more, and that's gonna be great to see, because Stanton was a player that a lot of people were, like, very, very, like, we're, um, suspicious of, since he hasn't got off, he got off to a slow start, but, like, Stanton... Uh, he didn't do too great in the beginning of last year either, and then you, you, we all know what he did in the second half of it. He just had a monumental monumental season. He just did so well. Uh, again, our bullpen had a lockdown day. It's really not. We just had A.J. Cole pitch. Uh, he has a .69 ERA. We haven't used him much, but when we do use him, he's very efficient. He's very good. Didn't allow a hit in those two innings. Got three strikeouts. Had a great day. Herman finished the day with nine strikeouts. Only gave up two hits. Um, and honestly, it was just pure domination that game against the uh, Seattle Mariners. Uh, the second game we played was anything but <laughs> domination. Actually, we were down 5 nothing in the uh, fifth inning. And then um, we were down 5 nothing in the fifth inning. And this is the day that many, many Yankee fans say that Stanton earns pinstripes. Um, well, well, first we start out with um, uh, J- Jonathan Lewis Sega started this game. He did not have quite the performance that he had on his on his MLB debut, he had a very good performance, pitching five innings. He had a few walks, but um, he struck out a few. He didn't give up too many hits. He had a good day, especially for an MLB debut. He had a great, a great first outing. However, in this game, he wasn't as great. He couldn't. He didn't manage to get out of the fourth inning, giving up six hits, three earned runs, and two walks. The walks, I mean, two walks in almost four innings is not great. It's not good, but like. It's not what he was doing back in the minors, which obviously he you're not gonna you might walk people some more because you don't want to just give people in the majors like a crazy it's like a crazy like fastball like in the zone he you're gonna want to hit corners more and he's gonna miss his spots the nerves of being in the majors probably might have hit him as well too and he never even pitched in the triple A he went right from double A to the MLB and even the worst part about this is. None other than Chase and Shreve gave up two runs in the um, in his two innings of work. And the first inning, he actually pitched pretty well his first inning. But then the second one, he did give up a a um, sacrifice fly and then a single to um, Healy. I don't even know what his first name, to be honest with you. I just know his last name is Healy. Uh, I think it's, it's R. Healy, probably Robert Healy. I'm just going off my guess. Just a guess there. Um, and then... This game, Sanchez, Gary Sanchez, hit a home. Um, we kind of came back in the late innings. Uh, we were down five to two, and then in the seventh inning, uh, Didi Gurriel had a sacrifice fly to make it five to three. And now this is where the part was like, okay, we only were down two runs. It's not like being down by five anymore. We're back in the game. We have a chance. We had that never give up mentality, especially like in our home stadium. Um, Aaron Judge had a day three for five. He got an RBI earlier in the game. He got a two RB. He actually got an RBI. And then another run scored on an error by Span, who bobbled the ball in left field, which allowed Aaron Hicks or Aaron Hicks to score. And then um, 
so that gave us two runs, and then in the seventh inning, Gregorius hit his sacrifice fly, and then that was 5-3, and then in the eighth inning, Sanchez hit a home run, and Torres scored, because I believe Torres got on on a walk, yeah, he walked in uh, earlier, and then Gary Sanchez hit a bomb to left center, and then in the last inning, of course, Giancarlo Stanton hit a uh, home run, walk-off home run to win the game, and this is his first walk-off as a Yankee, he had a good day too, went two for four, uh, Errol Chapman got the win. He pitched an inning in the ninth when we were still down, or when we were tied with the Mariners. I'm sorry. At that point, Gary Sanchez tied the game. So this was, even though our pit, our starting pitching and Chase and Shreve wasn't great. Um, obviously, Chase and Shreve wasn't great because he's just got awful. And you know, <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get really pissed when I talk about Chase and Shreve in the last game of this race series. I'm just gonna lose it, man. I'm really just gonna lose it. Uh, Glaber Torres got on. He was the uh, he was on. Glaber Torres is just amazing. Obviously, um, I can go on all day, but I know I don't want to bore you with the details because you you already know it too. It's not like I'm I'm just gonna pretty much be rephrasing myself. So Severino pitched uh, the last game against this uh, Mariner series where we claimed the sweep against a uh, great team in the AL West, the second best team behind the Houston Astros, the fourth best team in probably the majors, definitely the fourth best team in the American League. Um, so we after the series we're feeling great, you know. Feeling like, oh, we just beat a really great team on our home turf. We're going to Tampa Bay the next week, or the next series, um, against a team that's not as good as the Mariners. Just coming off a sweep, a three-game win, three win streak we're on. We're feeling nice. That's what I'd assume, obviously. Um, anyway, uh, let's talk about the first, before we get into the race series, let's finish up this uh, Mariners series against the Yankees. Um, so Severino pitched it. He pitched really well, only giving up. Uh, so, hold on, hold on. Sorry, reset. All right, so first inning, uh, Severino throws shutout, Qu- quick inning, and then the second, and we're it's a it's a um, it's an ace versus ace matchup. As what I forgot to start off with that. Uh, Louis Severino is pitching up against James Paxton. Um, if you're not if you're not following baseball outside of like the Yankees or the Red Sox or like the AL East area or like the New York area, just knowing like maybe the Yankees in their division and like the really big names, James Paxton has not quietly had a high year, but if you're not like really big on the baseball, you might not know who James Paxton is. He's probably behind Severino, Verlander, and maybe Corey Kluber. I would say James Paxton is the next best pitcher. So this was a big game for the Yankees. It was a, um, going against one of the be- um, elite pitchers in the MLB this year. Uh, we wanted to show that we can hit big or a great pitcher because, like these past few series, we really didn't get to show off against like the our the great pitching because we um, against the Nationals we haven't played against Scherzer uh, against the uh, Red Sox. I mean, we put, we pitched played against Sale, but not in recent uh, weeks. We haven't pitched played against Sale since at least the beginning middle of May, which has been a while from now. And we still we still want to show that like we're a team that can hit against like really good pitching. We want to show like we can hit against. A pitcher like James Paxton, a elite pitcher, because showing you can hit a pitcher off like J- a pitcher like Paxton shows that you can be one of the best pitcher, one of the uh, best pitchers in the league, or but one of the best teams in the league when you show you have a strong rotation. Unfortunately, the Yankees do not right now, and we still got to figure out something for the trade deadline. Um, I'm thinking J. Happ is the most right now. He's having the best year out of like pitchers that are worth the price. Um, yeah, so. I, I talk about that every time. I've been saying Cole Hamels. I did a little more research. I feel like J.A. Happ might be a better fit for the New York Yankees as he pitches in the A.L. East already with the Blue Jays. Uh, he might be familiar with playing against certain teams. And um, 
Cole Hamels is not doing that great. I mean, it might be because he has no run support. He has, doesn't have a bad ERA. His win-loss is not good. But then again, he plays for the Texas Rangers, who's one of the worst offensive teams in baseball. So that might be a reason why his win-loss is not great with the low run support. Um, anyway, so just talking a little bit about that. We all know we have bad pitching or t- bad pitching and consistent pitching. I'll talk about that later, too, when I get more into the Rays series. Um, but anyway, back to this Mariners series, James Paxton. Uh, f- so the first inning... We score four runs off James Paxton. I'm like, hey, you know what? It's the first inning. That's that's pretty good. I'm 100% okay with that. Um, we make him work. He only gets through five innings. He has to throw 107 pitches. Gives We gives up uh, seven hits, which for James Paxton is not too great. Gives up four runs, but unfortunately, it's all in the first inning. Not unfortunately, we still win the game. Um, and four runs is still a lot in a game to give up, especially in only in five innings. It's not a, a regular James Paxton performance. Um, so what happened was this game. Clint Frazier was leading off. We had him, I'm pretty sure, yes, Gardner got the day off this day, um, in this game. So Clint Frazier led off. He led off with a base hit. He's playing really well. He doesn't get as much time because we already have a stack lineup. Uh, I'd imagine he might be frustrated about it. I Honestly, like a player as talented as him, he's talented enough to be a major league baseball player. He doesn't. She shouldn't be like a bench player. He should be a major league starter. He has the talent, and he's capable of becoming a really, really productive member of an offense. Um, I don't know what we're going to do with him. I uh, I hope if he we don't trade him, he we can be a starter next year. If we do trade him, I hope we win a World Series. Because if we don't win a World Series this year and we give up Clint Frazier, that we lost the trade in my opinion. Because he can be such a, he's such a great player. Um, he had some flashes of greatness last year. He had some this year. He's just he's an amazing hitter. He's kind of like he's not. I wouldn't say he's as complete of a hitter as Glaber Torres, but he can he can rip the ball and he is a nice swing too. Um, so he got a base hit and start off, and then Aaron Judge um, followed up with a home run, two nothing, which is great. Stanton got out. Uh, Gregorius, I think he got out as well. So two outs, and I was like, oh, so maybe Passons bounce back. Then Glaber Torres gets a base hit, uh, best second baseman in the American League. Fuck you, I'll do that. <laughs> nah, um, <laughs> one of the best best rookie in the league, early rookie of the year candidate. Um, really surprised me even though I knew he was going to be really good even with his performance just outstanding I can't believe what he's doing um he gets a base hit he had a two for four day today and even though he did have a quiet series against the Rays uh I'll get to that later because not many there's not many bright spots about that series not many at all uh Torres he um hits it and a hard home run too four nothing that's all the Yankee run support they get but fortunate fortunate enough for them that's all they need and this um in the second inning uh, Cor- not Corey. Corey Seager is out. He's in the Dodge. He's on the Dodgers. Kyle Seager hit a home run, and Nelson Cruz scored. Uh, made it four two. Looks like maybe the the uh, Mariners were starting to come back. I kind of felt a little worried. Not not much really happened. It was a pretty uneventful game after the first inning. Our pitching was really really shut out. Our bullpen. Uh, Severino didn't have his best day. I mean, he gave up only two runs, which for Severino is also great. Not or is not great for most pitchers. It'd be. It'd be a pretty good in it, a game. Um, eight hits, two runs, five strikeouts is a pretty like. That's a pretty like. That's a good game for like an average pitcher, but like that's a mediocre game for like Severino. Uh, Severino is obviously a great pitcher. He's an ace. He can pitch much better than what he has showed. Even though what he has showed against the Mariners was enough to get his eleventh win. Um, eleven and two. I'm pretty sure he's like second in, in the majors in like wins, which eleven wins before the All Star break. break. Wow. <laughs> 11 wins before the all-star break is still pretty good and he has a chance to get even get 12 and i don't see why he's not going to win over 20 games this year 
uh, if he keeps this up and the Yankees keep up their pace, there's no reason why he couldn't do it. Obviously, easily our best ro- um, player on the rotation, easily. So, yeah, other than that, our bullpen, of course, had another great day as Chase Shreve wasn't pitching. Uh, Batanzas won a shutout inning. Uh, Chapman saved it, uh, closed the game out with a save. His 22nd of the year, David Robertson, had pitched one and a third. So he came in in the sixth inning for Severino and then pitched the seventh as well. Batanzas in the eighth, Chapman in the ninth. Nice, easy game. Great series. Swept the uh, Mariners. Played a really good game on game two. Come back from a 5 five nothing, uh deficit. We came back, played with heart, and that was great. Now, the ugly. <laughs> oh, my God. The ugly. Our first time the Yankees lost. This this is something else. I, uh, that's some stats about how the Yankees... The show is just how good the Yankees have been all year. Um, first off, I'm going to start off just by giving just spoiling the whole series for you. The Yankees got swept. Um, game three was actually earlier today. And they went 12 innings with the Rays and ended up losing 7-6. to six. Um, I'll give you till the rest of this podcast to guess who gave up the game-winning run in Game 3. They gave up the walk-off home run in Game 3. So I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I feel like you already have a um, you already have a clue or a guess to who it might be. So anyway, we'll start with Game 1. Uh, the Yankees' pitching was pretty good. Um, they only gave up two runs. Not bad. CC gave up a bunch of hits, but he only gave up one run. So the Rays, either CC was pitching really well with runners in scoring position, or the Rays just choked their heads off. <laughs> gave up one run, and um, I think the other run wasn't even earned. I think somebody got on in an error. Yeah, somebody was on on an error. Then after that error, nothing just happened. Um, Aaron, Aaron Judge hit the, uh, I was going to say Aaron Hicks, but it wasn't Aaron Hicks. It was Aaron Judge. Uh, got a base hit in the seventh inning. Um, with Therese was Therese was on third and he scored. Gardner was at second, and that was our only run. It was in the seventh. And um, the way that game was going, we it kind of felt like the Yankees were gonna get something done, have some late um, a late game like resurgence, and just have a great inning and maybe win. But no, we couldn't unfortunately. Cece gets the loss as he gave up only one run, but he gave up two runs, but one earned. Uh, so he didn't even pitch that bad. He gave up a few hits. Uh, our bullpen gave up one hit after Ch- uh, Sabathia left. The only people that pitched were Adam Warren and Luis Sessa, who both pitched decently well. Uh, obviously not allowing a run, so that's all right. This is a pretty quiet game. The Yankees really didn't do much with their bats. Judge got a base hit. Gardner went two for five, and Aaron Hicks got another hit. This was the one game all series that Stanton didn't get a hit, I'm pretty sure. The Yankees were even worse offensively this game. Their pitching wasn't terrible, wasn't great. Sonny Gray went six and two-thirds. He kind of got off to a slow start in the beginning. Uh, gave him four runs, which isn't terrible. I mean, it's not great. Four runs. The our offense was a lot worse than our hit. Our offense was a lot worse than Sonny Gray was. I mean, as if our offense could have done anything, they they should have. <laughs> but we only got four hits in this one. Um, Didi got two of them. Stanton got one of them, and Austin Romine also got one of them. Who's still the best backup catcher in the league? Um, Greg Bird is still struggling up to this point. Andujar has been having quite a kind of a quiet series. Aaron Judge, I mean, he did good last game, but for um, next the next game he went 0 for 5, and this game went 0 for 3, so he had two 0 for's in a row. Gardner, Gardner's kind of just like he'll get one or two hits every so. He's never really he's a pretty consistent player. He's not gonna like go into slump, but he's not gonna really get on a hot streak. Um, he's been pretty consistent lately, ever since um ever since actually he had that slump in the May, and then he kind of just like. 
now he's pitching playing really well so just completely like forget about what I just said earlier because he's he's kind of hot he was kind of <laughs> kind of cold and then he got really hot to bring his average up from like 190 to like 256 uh Stanton's still hitting really well he was at he was batting averages at like 230 and now it's um now it's at 250 so he's hitting really well so that was there's really not much to say about that game either not much I want to talk about I mean it was just nothing really to talk about what do I talk about like how well the Yankees offense did they just sucked they just did bad Greg Bird struggling like I mean I don't know what to do with first base I mean Brandon Jury right now like it seems like the best bet calling him up sending somebody down sending Chase and Shreve down bringing up another freaking pitcher Chase and Shreve is god awful and this is the game why all right so this is the last game of the series um it was a high scoring game 7-6 uh the Yankees lost unfortunately the Rays sweep the Yankees um this was the first time the Yankees lost three games in a row all season long and the first, this is the first time they've done that since 1954. Yeah, 1954, and that happened in August. But that's pretty insane, actually. It's the quickest. This is the longest they've went since 1954 without losing three games in a row. And it's it's what like a third into the season. It's probably around there. It's all, probably almost halfway done with the season. Oh yeah, 75 games. There's 164. So we're almost halfway done with the season. This is the first time the Yankees lost three games in a row, and we didn't even get off to a hot start. We were very inconsistent. Um, even though we kind of just like won one and lost one, won one, lost one. And it's all right. Happens. You're not going to win them all. not going to have a great series. Hopefully, we can bounce back this week. We have a series against the Phillies. That is another series against the rising team um, that we want to show our dominance over. The Yankees, just they didn't have a good series against the Rays. So, I'm hoping we can just bounce back. Take, take it all off on the jet ride to Philly. Yeah, we're away against Philly. So, take it all off on the plane ride and hopefully just win. So... In this game, Herman started. He had a terrible start, and he had a he pitched three innings, gave up nine hits, and six earned runs. And I, I just I don't know. I mean, he's just so inconsistent. Like uh, the first, like when I just started this podcast, I hated him. But when before it, before it started, I loved him. And now I, I liked him again. And now I don't know what to think because he's just so inconsistent. He gives up six runs in. Three innings. Gave up nine hits. In three innings, nine hits. That's three hits per inning. Just the inconsistency is killing me. I'd rather have a pitcher that goes five innings, gives up three runs. Every game. Because you know what you're going to get. With Herman, you can pitch a shutout and like, oh, that's great. But then this game, he pitches three innings, gives up six runs. Like, what are we... Like, how... Come on. And I know it's all control and it's all like... It's in his head. He And he shows. He has the stuff to be a, a good pitcher in the major leagues. And once he gets his control down, he'll be more consistent. Um, he actually, like, he's just, like, he'll hit his spots better if he pits his corners instead of just, like, his curveball has great movement, but sometimes he he just lobs it over the plate, gives up hits all uh, gives up hits all the time if it's not on that day. It's just depending on the day. It's always depending on the day. He either does really good, he has a good pit day or a bad day, and it's like, are you serious? Like, it's 50-50 with him. It's not like you're... There's a chance he has a bad day, but for the most part, he's good or he's just terrible. It's half and half, and I don't, I, I just don't know what to think about it because I want him to be good. Obviously, I don't want him to fail because he's on the Yankees. I don't want him to suck. And the only person that he doesn't suck. I mean, he ha- he shows he's good. The only person on the Yankees I believe that truly sucks is Chase and Shreve. He's Tyler Clippard 2.0. I don't want another Tyler Clippard. We need to get rid of him. Jason Shreve is Aaron Boone's Tyler Clippard. J- Joe Girardi to a- to Tyler Clippard is Aaron Boone. I'm, I hate him. He's a bum. A bum. Gary Sanchez, 
You know what? He, he's just in a slump. I called him a bum, but he's not a bum. He's just in a slump. Tyler Austin, yeah, he's kind of a bum, but Greg Bird's not playing well either. He's not living up to expectations. So, you know what? We, we Our first baseman, we just have a bum situation at first base. But Chase and Shreve is just a bum. A bum. If he was in the worst bullpen in the league, he'd still be a bum. He would be nothing compared to them. That's how bad he is. We have the best bullpen in the league, so maybe it's just like, oh, we think he's terrible because he's with so many great relievers. No, he just sucks. He's just terrible. Awful. You know what? He pitched. You know how many pitches he pitched this game? How many pitches? One. One pitch. The first pitch he gave up was a home run, a walk-off home run, and every single Yankee fan on Twitter could call it. When I saw Chase and Treve go in, it's like, oh, we lost. Or I saw him warming up in the bullpen. In the bullpen, I saw him warming up. And I was like, this game is over if we don't win it right now. If we don't get a run this inning, we're done. We're not getting it. So, Herman had a terrible inning. Bullpen did really, really good. Holding the lead all the way up into the 12th inning until the bum, Chase and Shreve, ruined it for us. Ruined it. It's over because of him. Um, our bats were, honestly, not that great. Uh, half of our, our hits came from Giancarlo Stanton who it's really nice to see Stanton heating up. I guess he just heats up with the weather. When it's cold outside, when it's still April, and the weather's still warming up, he's not great, he's not doing well, and May he does a little bit better, and June, it's finally starting to get hot, hitting those 90-degree days, and he is on fire. Hopefully he keeps it up. I would like to see that. I'm pretty sure all Yankee fans would like to see that. Um, Aaron Judge went 0-5 today. I talked to said that earlier. Brett Garner had two hits. Andohar got a base hit. He actually, I oh know, it was not a base hit. He got a hit. It was a three-run home run. He he gave the Yankees the lead in the, the second inning after Herman, who came off a terrible start, gave up two runs in the first. Andohar follows that up with a three-run home run. That's nice to see. But then right after that, Herman gives up the lead again, and it's just a bounce. It's like bouncing back and forth. It's three to six after the third. Then the fourth, there's no run score. The fifth inning, we got two runs back. Gregorius got a double, then Stanton got a double, um, each each had one RBI to him, and then in the eighth inning, Stanton homered to tie it up, no run scored, bullpens were pretty pretty good both ways, we got, they had, the Yankees had a few chances to score, um, Gardner I know got on with, a, got on with um, no outs, someone else got on with no outs, I'm pretty sure it was, um, Labor Torres got a base hit with, yeah, in the seventh inning he got a single for, with uh, no outs, and uh, we just really couldn't capitalize on anything, we couldn't score any runs. Um, when runners, runners really were in scoring position, but we started off with base hits, no outs, nothing could get going. Another thing I want to talk about, um, who was on? Stanton was on. Yes, Stanton was on first base, and then Gary Sanchez grinded out into a double play. And I was like, man, I hate him. Obviously, he's just still slumping. He's not doing playing his best baseball that he we know he's capable of. Um, and now he um, he looked like he came with a groin injury. Uh, when he was running the first, after he, like, stepped on first, he, like, kind of, like, held his groin, and he's probably going to be out for a while now, which, honestly, is never a good thing. You never want to see a player hurt, but hopefully, when he comes back, uh, he just gets out of the slump, because sometimes we see that happen. Like, they just, he's taking a month off. Maybe he needs this not only, obviously, to heal, but maybe he'll play better, and that's, I don't, I don't want to sound like I want him to be just for the benefit of the Yankees' success. I want him to get better as a person first. I'll make sure he's healthy. I obviously don't want him. That's that's what I want to see the most is him being healthy and him being 100% okay. The health of players, anyone, I don't care who it is. 
if it's Bryce Harper, who I've bashed on multiple times for being overrated, if it's any player on the Red Sox, any team, I never wish for injuries on anyone. I hope everyone stays healthy because it's really a shame to see someone's career or be tarnished over just an injury. It just really sucks to see. I really hope he gets better. Maybe when he gets better, he'll play better. That's just all I'm saying. Maybe it's a good thing for him. He'll take some time off, relax, heal, and get better. Healthy and in the game of baseball is what I'm hoping for. That's pretty much everything up until the the man of the hour, the infamous Chase Shreve, who gives up one pitch, one home run, game over. Why is he still on? Why is Why are we still putting this man in? And I honestly, like, I mean, our bullpen was pretty, like, dead. We've used a lot of pitchers up until this point, especially since Herman was only able to go three innings. I feel like if Herman could get up to five innings, we may have a chance, but we just had to use so much pitching because Herman just had such a terrible start, and that's really what brought Shreve into the game. But still, like, why? 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 Like, it's just, oh my goodness. He's just not good. He's just not good. Like, he just, I, I don't even know how to. So, the best part about this series is that Stanton is on fire now. Uh, we swept the we swept the Mariners. Those are two great things to have on the series. Stands on a hot streak. Hopefully, he keeps this up. Um, Judge is pretty consistent. He's had some off days. Had some good days. Still has a consistent 280, 270, 270, 280 batting average. Keeps that around there. Um, Glaber Torres, awesome. Still great fielder. Just he's really good. Uh, Didi's still playing well. After he had that slump back in May, he's back. It's not to his not to, uh, to his normal self, I would say. Yeah, he's not hitting the way he hit in April. He's still hitting good. Still playing well. Sanchez is hurt, and hopefully Romine. And you never know. Maybe Romine just is off. Goes wild, and then unfortunately for Sanchez, it would just see less playing time for him, especially if Romine does so well. Um, we'll see what comes up in the recent this next week with uh, the Clint Frazier Austin fuck Aaron Hicks situation. Maybe um, Aaron Hicks starts to slow down. We give Clint Frazier more of a chance, and he shows that what he's capable of, as we know what he's capable of, but he shows what he's made of and that he's ready to stay. He's not going anywhere, which he might. You know, I mean, Clint Frazier's probably sick of being in the minor leagues, so maybe he just kicks, kills it in the majors for the next few games. He just has does really good, and he's like, I'm here to stay. I'm not going back down, which we'd all love to see. I mean, everyone loves Clint Frazier. Everyone wants Clint Frazier to do do well. He's a sick. His nickname is sick, and he, Yankee fans want to start calling him by it. But you can't call him by it when he's not playing. By the way, for the Yankee fans that don't know the people that watch or listen to this, and they don't know his um, nickname, it's actually Red Thunder, which is awesome. So yeah, um, the bad obviously was this race series. Race series was terrible. I mean, I guess we played well against the Rays up until this point, and I, I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe we were just due for a, ba- a bad series. Chase and Shreve is the bad of this this week too, but he's the he's like the really bad of every week ever. He's just terrible. I hate him. Every Yankee fan hates him. If 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 you can find a Yankee fan that likes Chase and Shreve, I will personally give you five dollars. Anyway, that's pretty much it for this video. Uh, I talked about everything, the good, the bad. Um, next video, as I said earlier, I'm gonna stick to uh, Sunday a Sunday schedule. I'm gonna record on Sundays only. Let's uh, just talk about briefly about what everything happened this week. Uh, again, just with my schedule, my, the intensity of what I do, like over the summer, it's just it's hard to do it more than that. Um, 
Anyway, thank you all for listening. And again, if you have any questions about anything, you can DM my Twitter or you can email me questions, um, anything about the Yankees or baseball in general. Um, thank you for listening. Go Yanks.